welcome to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Sabalo. We will be talking about God's truth, how to walk in it, how to be sharpened by it, and how to live it out every single day. Let's jump right into it. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Sabalo, and we are on episode four. Praise the Lord. Amen to that. Uh, I just, you know, as always, just want to, you know, start this podcast thanking the Lord for, you know, where we're at four episodes in. Um, (laughs) I'm still shocked (laughs) at the process and I give God glory for it. And uh, thank you again for the support, the love, the continued encouragement. Uh, It really does mean a lot to me. And we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going as the Lord continues to provide the strength and you know the words because it's all about him not about me so we're gonna keep rolling here i will want to say if it's your first time on the podcast go back and listen to um episode one two and three it'll kind of give you an idea of what living truth everyday podcast is but it is really just truly bringing christianity to our everyday lives growing our ability to just continue to seek the lord and be strengthened, be strengthened on an everyday basis. So I, again, um, I don't know the rhythm yet, like how many episodes I'm going to do per week or things like that. So just bear with me with all that learning curve process. Um, I'm still trying to get on Apple. Um, I don't even know what it's called. I guess Apple has their own podcasting. So thank you for that personal recommendation. I got that. Someone said, Hey, make sure you get on Apple. So any type of encouragement you have, or just like strategies, trust me, I am a sponge. I will receive it. And I just want to say thank you in advance. If you do share something that maybe, you know, on your end, Hey, iron sharpens iron. I'm all here for it and with it. So definitely do share, do share, bring on that good, that good stuff. And um, as we continue on this podcast, continue to share it out, continue to share it out with a friend, a coworker, you know, anyone that you know, maybe they're newer to the faith, maybe they've been in it for a while, and you're like, hey, this is my sister in Christ, <laughs> go check her out. So it's encouraging. It's encouraging to me. And like I said, it's it's truly the work of the Holy Spirit. I'm just in it for the ride. You're in it with me now. You're committed. You're with me now for the ride. Um, as I kind of just sat and I was like, man, Lord, we're three episodes in. This is good. You know, and as I think about three episodes in, I was like, man, Lord, we, we're, we're getting in. We're touching in on prayer. You know, uh, episode podcast one, podcast two, episode one, two and three have all been in some kind of way, shape, or form, you know, touching on prayer. And if you know me, I love prayer. I think it's just where my roots started from. I, um, in, in the first ministry I was a part of, it was, you know, heavy prayer based. So it's just kind of how I grew. And, um, you know, it's just my relationship with the Lord grew as my prayer life grew. I got to know more of the Holy Spirit and, you know, all these you know, first three episodes have touched on prayer and it's truly an encouragement to you. If maybe you're not there yet and maybe you haven't grown your prayer life, I encourage you to truly grow your prayer life. It will help you grow with the Lord. It'll help you be taught by the Holy Spirit. He's, he's our teacher. He's our counselor. You know, he's going to be able to guide you in regards to just everyday situations, pour down wisdom, 
you'll be the more you're in his presence the more you hear his voice um and the more that you'll be able to feel comfortable you know in his presence it's not awkward it's not like you know like i, I just want to do this so that i say i did it no you'll begin to long for the moments that you can spend with the holy spirit and just sit there and just be like okay holy spirit you know talk to me you know even in my you know bad days good days like i i still want to be able to you know sit before the presence of god and some days i'm pouting some days i'm you know interceding some days i'm you know just quiet you know like okay holy spirit what do you want to do today you know guide me and lead me in some you know some it's going to look different every time you get into that time of prayer but get into it is is my point uh i i am a big advocate of you know the more you have that relationship with christ the more that you can begin to pray your fruits are going to grow you know like because holy spirit will just that's just what he does you're, you're going to start bearing fruit that you're just like, man, Lord, I can't even believe I'm growing in this manner and capacity. Because the more that you, I shouldn't say the more you pray, but the the more you have that that desire, that intimacy with the Lord, I truly do believe you'll begin to reflect that time of prayer, that time in your secret place. It's necessary. You know, even Jesus did it. You know, he got away. He got away from his disciples. He's got, he got away from the crowds. Why? To talk to the Father. Because it's truly where our strength comes from. There are going to be things that you talk to the Holy Spirit about that you would never, you know, just share with anybody. And that's 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 what he's there for, you know. You know, I remember the old school song. Maybe it's not that old school, but I am a friend of God. Um, forgive me, I don't have the, the vocals. But you know, it was one of those things where you just knew he was there. And that's, that's what we all need. We all, we all need that relationship with the Holy Spirit. We all need that time before the presence of God. And, and I just encourage you, maybe, maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be your goal for this year, but, but spend time with the Lord. Don't, don't allow the distractions to get in the way. Don't allow, you know, the busyness of the season, the busyness of the day to to overtake that time with God. It's it's important. It's essential. And I I just I just know what it's done for me in my life. And I, I don't think I could ever go back. <laughs> I could never go back because it's 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 like taking a shower for me. You know, it's like a essential part of my day, brushing my teeth. I always remember something my grandmother told me. You know, she said, Vanessa, the first thing you need to do before you brush your teeth, you know, before you get out of bed is you need to pray. And I always remember those words, you know, um, she just turned 85 this year. And it's just words that have stuck with me, you know, like um, that. I'm just like, well, you know, it makes sense. <laughs> you know, just pray, Vanessa, you know, just get out the bed and just pray. And it's one of those things that if you start to develop that timing and that habit, it, it's you hear more God's voice and less of the enemy's voice because you're going to hear the enemy's voice all day long, <laughs> you know, hopefully not all, all day. Cause you'll learn to block it and, you know, just kind of like shield it. And that's kind of what this uh, podcast number four is really about. It's just building your identity in Christ and truly starting to walk in your identity in Christ. And just like our natural identity, you know, as I was thinking about this, you know, our natural identity, like how is our natural identity form? Like, how how do we like what we like and, and do what we do, you know, before we came to Christ and, you know, still now. But I think of like, you know, your characters based off of like how you were raised. Right. 
are you city? Are you country? Did you grow up in the Caribbean? Did you, you know, go to private school, go to public school? Were you homeschooled? All of these things add to your character. You know, whether you were in a single family home, whether you had an older brother, whether you had an older sister, whether you had an old, you know, mean grandma, whether you had a nice grandpa, you know, all these things add to your character. They, they, they help form and, and, and shape you. And even the decisions we make, you know, early on, you know, what, what, what college am I going to go to? What career am I going to have? All, all begin to shape you. They shape your, your identity. They shape who you are. The friends that you hang around, the friends that you hang around will shape your identity. They absolutely will. You get around people that are um, negative Nancy's or what they call them Karen's now, you know, like you and Kevin's, <laughs> you get around these kind of people and then you're bound to probably have a very familiar spirit. You're bound to have that familiar spirit. Um, but if you get around people that are just like sweet and kind and always helping people out, you're probably going to kind of gravitate. You're going to get some of those characteristics because it's like, you know, you start to build up on that character. You get around people that are on fire for God that are just like radical. You know, you're, you're, <laughs> you're probably going to get some of that fire. And that, that was me early on in my walk. You know, I, I thank the Lord that I was, you know, surrounded around people that were just on fire for God, just hungry for what God was doing. And it truly, it truly just kind of just shaped me in my, in my early walk. You know, like I, I remember sharing this testimony, I'll share it here now. But, um, you know, when I first came to the Lord, I, I got saved at the workplace. So I, I gave my life to the Lord in a storage closet. And, um, I remember when I very first went into church my, in my adult life, I went in and um, my, my great friend, she invited me to church. And the very first time I walk into church, it was for a spiritual gifting class, like getting to know your spiritual giftings as a believer. Man, I, I, you know, I was game. I was like, all right, man, I just gave my life to the Lord. I, I don't know what this is about, but we're about to go in, you know, spiritual giftings class. Like that is how much like looking back at it, I'm like, wow, Lord, you knew what you were doing. You know, I learned, <laughs> I learned about spiritual giftings way before that I knew Noah built an ark, you know, like I had no, when I tell you had like no Bible knowledge, like nothing like this right here is a miracle of the Lord <laughs> right here. Cause I had no Bible knowledge. It's not like I, I had that type of foundation. I mean, I, I, the most I've probably know knew was, you know, our father who art in heaven, thy kingdom come like, that's probably as much as I knew about the Bible. And I didn't even know to the, the I thought it was just something we recite. I didn't know it was actually in the Bible. But that's probably how much I knew, you know, and here, here God is just, you know, like the Lord just set me up, like walk into a spiritual gifting class. But, but I, but I didn't even know one, you know, in Spanish we say corito. I didn't know one worship song, you know, I didn't, I didn't know, like, I didn't, I didn't even know the simple things. Like, you know, I didn't even know why we celebrated Easter, 
you know, like I'm serious. Like, I, I mean, I didn't find out that it was more than just, you know, bunnies and like, till I became a believer. Like I had no idea what Easter was about. I was like, oh, oh, three days. Okay. So he dies three days. All right, Jesus, I got it. All right. Yes. He's alive. And this is how little I knew about Christianity. I didn't even know. And, um, you know, it's, it's some of these things that, you know, and even now when people ask me questions, I'm like, oh, that was me. Cause I would ask like the most peculiar questions, right? I had two great friends that, you know, would take me to church on Sundays and, um, like I would just ask them some wild questions because I was so new to the faith. Like I remember one day, man, we were singing this song. They, we still joke about it now, but I was singing this song and there, everybody was singing this song and they're like, you know, I want to burn for the Lord. And I remember on the car ride, I, I asked them, I was like, I really don't want to burn. Like why, why, why do we have to burn? Like, I didn't like, that's, that's to show you how innocent and like knew I was to the faith that, you know, they're talking about burning for the Lord, like burning in, in the fire of God and the Holy spirit. And I'm over here. Like, I don't, why would anybody want to burn? You know, even things like raising your hand in church was very odd to me. Like I, I battled that in my mind for so long, you know, it's like, I wanted to worship and I would put my hands up and I wanted to worship, but I didn't know, like, is it now? Like, do we worship now? Do I put my hands up now? Like, cause I would see people worshiping, you know, with their hands in the air. And I was like, what, what is everybody doing? Like, I want to do that, you know, because I was just hungry. <laughs> I was just hungry for the things of the Lord. I was like, Okay. And, and, and man, I'm telling you, thank God for discipleship, but I, I would be like, you know, one hand up, one hand down, got one foot in, got one foot out. And I was like, Lord, help me. Like what, you know, like, what is this? And there was just things that I was so new to. Right. So now I'm in my, you know, at this point, late twenties. And I'm just like, what, like, what is going on? Like, I want to worship, like my, are my eyes supposed to be open or closed or, you know, but I was always like thinking about it in my head. I was like, okay, Lord, you're gonna have to help me with this. And even at that point, I knew that I would say things just like that. I was like, okay, God, I'm going to need help with this, you know, cause I really don't know what's going on. I really don't know what I'm doing right now. Like, and I knew that I knew, I knew to call out to God. I knew that there was power in my voice. I knew that there was something about, you know, having that relationship with God, even, even very early on as a believer, I understood that I, I had access as a daughter to begin to, you know, talk to the Lord. And I knew, I knew it was almost like I was reconnecting. <laughs> I was right. Like, God didn't choose, uh, I didn't choose God, God chose me, but I was just, just, you know, really beginning to say like, okay, Lord, like, okay, I'm in for this. Yeah. Thank you for teaching me that. Or yeah, that sounds good because I was so open. I was so hungry for the things of God. Like even when I, this is literally my first Bible. That's why, man, I take this thing everywhere. Like it's literally my first Bible because like I didn't have, I didn't know, you know, I didn't have a Bible and, uh, I, I, I was just like hungry and I'm like, I was like, this is so, so good. 
there was something in me that just fired up, fired up. So now I say that to say episode four, your identity in Christ. So all these things were shaping me early on in my uh, Christianity, right? I, I began to change the music I was listening to. I said that last in the last podcast, I was beginning to, you know, watch the things, be careful with the things that I was looking at, you know, as far as TV, getting rid of certain things. And God was just doing such a radical work with me. And I knew that he was doing this. So I begin to, you know, you know, he's the potter and I'm the clay. I knew he was just forming so many parts of me in that season of my life where, and he still does. Let me tell you, he still does, you know, form a lot of parts of me, you know, cause I'm still, a, we're all a work in progress. I know I'm a work in progress. God's still working on me. There's still things that, you know, I know he deals with me on and, you know, thank God for, you know, I got mentors that just are able to speak into my life, you know, poor wisdom, great pastors. So, um, and I love my pastors, just great wisdom, right? So as I, um, as, as God's forming my identity, and like I said, I was thinking about this, I'm like, wow, Lord, you truly got me out of my comfort level with so many things, you know? And then there were other things that were just like, so like, okay, yeah, God, I'll do that. Like people, you know, uh, my, my, uh, the first ministry I was a part of as a believer, the, they would say to me like, Hey, Vanessa, you want to pray? And I'm like, yeah, I'll pray for sure. Wasn't, didn't, didn't know like how to pray or what to pray, but I'd just be like, okay, Lord, you know, the circumstance, you know, the situation, Lord, I pray that you would bless them and, you know, bless, you know, Susie and da da da. And I just pray like, you know, like just conversation with the Lord. And I learned that that's really all prayer was conversation with the Lord. That's all it is. That's all it is 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 just you know conversating but then it becomes an understanding that you have an authority and that was you know for me a really big transition when i became a believer was understanding you know prayer is just conversation with the lord but then it's different when you truly start knowing who you are as a daughter as a son of of christ as a as an authority that begins to rise up in you as you as you begin to read the scriptures and and have that time with the Lord. And there was something that truly shifted for me when I began to, you know, pray and I began to intercede and God was just teaching me like, Vanessa, you're 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 this is more than what you think right? Like you have the ability <laughs> like to really shift things in the spiritual realm. And when I, be, when I was, you know, a, a believer, I, I, I'm not that I'm not, I'm, I'm still a believer, but I meant young believers, what I meant to say as a believer, as a young believer, I knew that there was things that were hindering my spiritual walk. Right. And I didn't understand truly everything. I, I didn't understand what these things were or, or or what they were, but I knew that there were real things that were hindering my spiritual walk. There were things that were hindering my, um, my, my growth. They were hindering provision. They were hindering, you know, family unity, family dynamics. And I'm like, Lord, there's gotta be more to this. Like there, there has to be more to this Christian walk because, I say things, these things a lot. So forgive me for these phrases, but I do say them a lot. But if you believe in, um, 
if you believe in good, you got to believe in evil, right? If you believe in heaven, you believe in hell. If you believe in angels, you got to believe in demons, right? And I say these parallels, right? But the one parallel that I did not learn till later on, <laughs> um, I'd say five, six years ago, maybe more than that, but maybe, yeah, maybe more than that. But anyway, it's not about the time, but what I, what I learned, let me say it this way. What I learned was that Satan always wants to make himself out to be equal to the, to God. And he's not, he always wants to make himself seem like he's on the same wavelength and he's not, he's greater. He's great. God is greater, not the enemy. God is greater. And I remember when I used to get attacked in my dreams, I would get attacked in my dreams. I would feel like demonic presence on my chest. They they wouldn't want me to speak. They wouldn't want me to say anything. You know, I couldn't even say the blood of Jesus. I couldn't say nothing. These things had such a grip on me. Now, you know, back then there wasn't a name for it, but I guess now they call it sleep, sleep paralysis. And these things were just like so demonically attempting to create pain in my physical body like I would wake up and no one couldn't tell me that this wasn't real <laughs> you could not tell me because I could feel the pain I could feel like I could see myself waking up but this thing was not wanting me to open up my mouth and I would be in these two realms and I'm like oh wow oh yep there's definitely something more to this Christianity there's a war there's a war there's a war happening. <laughs> this is when we talk about the spiritual warfare. This is when we talk about spiritual warfare is real, real. And as much as, as believers, we we're very passive with these things. We're very passive with our prayer life. We're very, you know, nonchalant on an everyday basis with knowing that there's a very real enemy and he he's coming after us, whether we know it or choose to know it or or don't know it he's he's coming after us and we have to begin to war we have to begin to pray and press through and these things are real and the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy and he's coming to steal something he's coming to kill something he's coming to destroy something right we may not know when it is or what it is but that that's his main purpose that is his aim his that is his aim in in his 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 way of being that is his that is what he does and when we think of like there has to be something where we continue to just push back the enemy push back the enemy and and allow him not to win or take hold or take a footstep and as i began to you know just really like get into this you know like, Lord, there's got to be more. Like, there's got to be more than me getting attacked in the middle of the night. It's not just because I'm a Christian, right? It's not just because I'm a Christian. But, like, how do I exercise my authority? Like, how do I begin to exercise my authority in Christ? And that's when I started to use the blood of Jesus. I would say uh, the blood of Jesus, which the blood of Jesus speaks a better word. Amen. Uh, but the blood of Jesus. And I would... I would just say the blood of Jesus. I, I plead the blood of Jesus. I say, and, and I would just say that I, the, the blood of Jesus is against you. And I, if I knew anything while I was, you know, half awake, half asleep, 
was that I was saying the name of Jesus. I was saying the blood of Jesus covers me from head to toe, you know, like, and because this is, this was my weapon at the time. Like I was like, I, I need to do something, you know, cause I would call on Jesus. I say, no, you can't, you know, like as these things were trying to attack. But when I started pleading and I started saying the blood of Jesus, boy, these things started to just flee. It's because I knew the power in the blood of Jesus. I knew that the blood of Jesus paid a better price, right? Died for my sins. I knew that the blood of Jesus, it, it has a level of authority. So I was using it against the enemy. And as, as all of us as believers, right? There's things that we just have to know. We have to know that the Hosea says, and um, let me see if I see, I can find it real quick. In Hosea, it says, you know, my people perish for a lack of knowledge is what it says. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. And there's things that if we don't begin to really know and exercise in our Christian walk, it will really, really hinder us. It would begin to hinder the plans and the purposes of God because we cannot be lazy Christians. You know, we can't be Christians that, you know, are so passive or, 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 you know, okay with just going to church on Sunday, you know, okay, reading your Bible once a week, like you keep doing that, but I'm telling you, you're going to get hit up, you know, like you got to get your, I go say it like we say it in New York, you got to get your weight up. You got to get your spiritual weight up. You cannot fight these things that are fighting against you, but you have no real sustenance. You have nothing that's holding you in the realm of the spirit. You ain't got no prayer life. You ain't got, you ain't got one verse memorized in the depths of your heart, you know, like, and maybe you have, but I'm just saying, you know, like we cannot be passive with our Christian walk. You, we cannot not have a life with Christ. We cannot not seek more his presence. We have to seek his presence ever the more at this time. You know, I think of like, you know, it, it truly mind blows me how many people, you know, these big, um, artists that we're seeing, you know, that are just getting saved radically for, for Christ, you know, um, about a month ago, daddy Yankee, uh, gave his life to the Lord. And I, and I mean, like <laughs> that was one thing, man, it was on every Christian channel, every swipe, Facebook, Instagram. Why? Because it, for the Christian community, it's like a win. It's like, yo, I, I had to leave that guy because he was making music I couldn't listen to anymore. And now, now he's being won over for the kingdom of God. Amen. And I say that to say, like, you gotta, you, you gotta see that there's something God's calling a revival to his people. And I'm not just saying like a revival. No, he's calling a revival of bunch of people. He's, he's calling each of us to start a revival in our neighborhood, to start our revival right where we're at. You know, yes, Daddy Yankee has a platform, but you also have people in your everyday community that you can minister to because God is moving on hearts is what I'm, that's what I'm saying is I'm saying that to say he's moving on hearts. He's moving on hearts of people like we, we, we need to begin to spread the good news. We get, we need to begin to spread the gospel. We need to be able to share our faith. Our faith is important. You know, like it, it requires boldness. 
You know, it's like Paul said, like it does require a level of boldness and may Holy Spirit give us boldness to begin to share, you know, the gospel and, and begin to, you know, not be ashamed of it. And it, it trust me, me even being on this platform is like, like out of my comfort zone, out of my comfort zone. You know, I, I, it just is, <laughs> it's truly because I'm tend to be more of a private person and, and I, I, I'm not a poster or anything like that. This pushes me out of my comfort zone, hands down. But I say that to say, if I, if I'm not doing it to win souls, you know, then what am I doing it for? If I'm not doing it for other people to encounter the God that I know, like, why am I doing it? You know, like I want people to be saved. I, I, I want people to hear the good news. I want people to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. I, I want people to be broken from addiction, you know, be broken, you know, in bondage from depression. Like I want that for other people. I want people to be the, you know, the curse breaker in their, in their family. I want that person to be, you know, like I, I, you never know who you're ministering to. You could be ministering, you know, to the next evangelist. You don't know, you know, and it's, it's, it's not always for us to know, but that, that we're, we're allowing our faith. We're, you know, being Christ-like, we're beginning to say, you know, Lord, like you, you've done so much, like you've done so much like that, that, that I need to also get up and, and do my part. Like I, I cannot just, you know, wait for every blessing to come down from heaven. No, but I also got to call on your name and come against these demonic, wicked principalities that are hindering my blessing. You know, like these things that are getting in the way, you know, these wicked spirits that have come from generations long ago that I didn't even know were in my bloodline and that kind of stuff, y'all, like that kind of stuff is the stuff that we need to begin to, you know, say, no, 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 not up in this family, not anymore. Yep. Spirit of depression, your, your reign stops now in the midst of our family in Jesus mighty name, your spirit of addiction, you know, like spirit of perversion, you know, in the midst of our communities. No, 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 nope. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that we begin to really take a righteous stand. We take a stand and said, I, I cannot stand for this anymore in my family. And does, does it take, does it take sometimes someone coming alongside of you and agreeing with you? Absolutely. Sometimes you're not there yet. Sometimes you don't have the, the strength to propel that. Get with someone. Say, hey, I, I just need you to connect with me for the next seven days. And I just need an accountability partner. I need you to pray with me for seven days, man. It, it just gets my spirit because like, it's so necessary. Like people have done it for me, you know? And if that's you on the other line, I, I promise you, I will pray with you for seven days. <laughs> like it, it just get with someone is what I'm saying. Like get with someone that you can just begin to get the strength. Just don't do it alone. Because sometimes, you know, you can start it, right? But if you know you need that accountability because you don't have the strength right now in this season, just get it. But if you're in a season where it's more about your laziness than your accountability or than your strength, then 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 you got to push yourself. You, you got to know that there's a real enemy out there. Okay, let me take you to scripture because 
I just, man, I just went right now. <laughs> Let me take you to scripture. I'm going to take you to uh, Romans 8, 1. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Jesus Christ, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the, from the law of sin and death. Amen to that. This is why Christ came not to, you know, condemn his people, but to set us free. And then if we jump here to verse number four, in order that righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us, we do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the spirit. That means that we're no longer living by our own desires. We're no longer, you know, living just out of our natural instincts. <laughs> we're living by the spirit of God. We're living by the Holy Spirit who guides us and who leads us. Those who live, I'm going to go to verse five. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what the nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their mind set on what the spirit desires. So here we see clearly <laughs> Paul is telling us like we got to set our minds on the things that please Holy Spirit, things that the Holy Spirit desires us to fully accomplish and do in our lives. And we got to get rid of that sinful nature, right? And and for all of us, sin may look a little different. It's not all the same for each of us, right? Like everyone has the their, their sinful nature, their man nature. And when we think of this next scripture here, and I'm going to keep going in Romans, uh, let's go to, yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay. The mind of a sinful man is deaf. We're on six. The mind of a sinful man is deaf, the, but the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. It does not submit. To, it does not submit to God's Lord, nor can it do so. Those controlled by sinful nature can't please God. Oh man. Let me read that again. The mind, this is on verse six, the mind of a sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. So we're seeing here, like there's two worlds here. There's totally two worlds. A, a mind that's controlled by sinful desires is going to lead to death, but a mind that's controlled by the spirit, the Holy Spirit is that of life and peace. But the sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not commit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those by sinful nature can't please God. You, however, are controlled not by sinful nature, but by the Spirit. If the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he doesn't belong to Christ. So again, we're, we're seeing really two distinctions here. It's going back and forth. Like if you, if you, if you're living for Christ, you have the spirit of, of, you have the spirit of God in you. If you don't, you don't. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin. Yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. Not our righteousness, not what the word said, but righteousness. I'm going to cut it off here, but it's not our righteousness. It's Christ's righteousness is what he's done for us on the cross. 11. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the spirit 
who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it's not to the sinful nature. It's to live, it's to live according to it. Let me read that one more time. Therefore, therefore, brothers, we have an obligation, but it's not to sinful nature to live according to it. For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Because those who are led by the spirit of God, this is where I want to hone in, y'all. But those who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. Ooh, I'm going to read 14 one more time, y'all. Because those who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we're heirs. If we're heirs of God, then we're co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Man, I love this. I truly, truly, truly love this because it goes back to knowing your identity in Christ. And in this chapter, in all in this whole account of Romans 8, and, and it goes on a little bit here, but it really engulfs everything that we see. It includes every part of our identity of Christ, knowing that you are children of God, knowing that you are loved. So, right. Well, I'm going to start with point one, knowing that God loves you, right? Like that is the first thing we see in Romans eight. It says, therefore, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. So he died for us on the cross. That's point number one, right? This is part of your identity in Christ. This is how you begin to, you know, um, understand like we, we see the armor of God the helmet of salvation that's the part of your mind that you have to get that God did something in your life you you're saved your salvation you're saved not by anything that you have done but by God's love right because of his righteousness so your salvation is important to your identity in Christ you have to know that yes are we gonna sin Yes, but just like Paul says, we shouldn't sin, continue sinning so grace may abound. No, 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 on the contrary, we begin to really allow ourselves to ask for forgiveness when we do sin. And and we turn from our wicked ways. This is all scripture. We turn from our wicked ways. But as children, your identity begins to grow when you understand that you're saved. You're saved by grace. You're saved because you're. He's a, he's a loving and merciful God in our life. And when you think of you know, our, our identity, the other thing that it says here in Romans, you know, it's like that Christ has chosen us. Like he, he has paid this ultimate price for us. You know, we didn't choose Christ, you know, Christ chose us, you know, God sent his son, his one and only son to come and die for our sins. And when you think of the love of Christ, he's, he's chosen us to do a work. He's chosen us to carry out the plan that, you know, we've, we, we're here on this earth to do. He's chosen us. And when you begin to know that, it begins, again, 
like, wow, the Lord loves me. The Lord, man, I may not know what my plan is, but I, one thing I know is that God has a plan and he's got a purpose for my life. And, you know, just like he chose his son, he's chosen me to do a work as well. I don't know what it is yet, but it, it, it will, if the, may the spirit of the Lord show me. And, and that's how we begin, right, to come to, to the throne. We begin to say, okay, Lord, I know that you love me. I know that I'm chosen. I know that you've forgiven me, you know, and, and I know that you, Father, you know, have redeemed me, you know, from the things that I've done. You know, you've redeemed me from um, the things that I did knowingly or unknowingly. And this last part here out of Romans um, 15, you've adopted me. <laughs> you've adopted me into sonship. And that is so, so, so huge. You know, we're not longer orf orphans part of this, you know, world. No, no, no. He's adopted us into sonship. You know, it's like literally giving us a whole new identity. <laughs> identity in Christ. That we're sons, we're sons, we're sons. That where we can say, Abba, Father. Just like it says here in Romans, we can say, Abba, Father. And that is who he is in our lives. You're adopted into the family of Christ. Well, that's why we say brothers and sisters. It's because we all got the same daddy. <laughs> we all got the same father. We've been adopted into that sonship. And when you begin to know that you're part of a family of Christ, it, it, the enemy can no longer use that against you. No one's going to understand. Don't tell them your problems. Don't tell them what's going on. You might as well keep yourself going. No, 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 no. We got the same father. <laughs> My spirit is testifying of their spirit. I'm, I'm going to, you know, open myself up here a little bit, you know, and granted, open up yourself to the right people, right? Let the Holy Spirit help you discern. And, um, one of the things that's so important, discernment, you know, having discernment is going to be very important, right? I get it. You don't want to share with everybody, but find a couple of people that you can share with. Find a couple of people that you can trust. Find people that you can, you know, um, walk along this journey with. And once you do, it will be so, 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 so good for your spirit. I'm going to read one more scripture here out of Ephesians 2.19. It says, you're no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. We're no longer strangers. You're, we belong to the body of Christ. And in the body of Christ, you know, this is like one big family. It's part of your identity. When you begin to build yourself up in that type of identity where you know God has created me to be part of this family of believers and it, it begins to allow you to see things a little different <laughs> right like I said in one of the podcasts like I, I don't have the same friends I had when I was in the world why because we don't have similar interests now do I have friends that aren't believers absolutely you know, I, I believe it's important to still have, you know, relationships to hopefully one day they, you know, come to know Christ, you know, like I've 
many of my family members. Like I can't just stop talking to my family members. No, I believe and I pray that I'll be the light that, you know, God uses in the midst of our family to, you know, bring forth salvation, you know, but I, I say that to say, like, continue to, you know, be that light, but know that there's some connections that you're going to need to disconnect yourself off. If it's people that, you know, constantly want to have you hang out, you know, go to the clubs or go drinking or go to the lounge. Oh, we're not going to the club. We're just going to go to the lounge. Listen, I've been around long enough. It, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> um, minus the dancing, right? Even though some languages do. I, I, I just I just know it. Is it is it the environment that will will begin to edify you? Like, is it the environment that you know Christ would would desire that's gonna be fruitful for you? Let me say it that way. Is it the environment that will be fruitful to your Christian walk? That's all. You know, you got to think about that. Is the environment that I'm going into going to be fruitful in any way to my walk or to Christ? And if it is, amen. Okay, great. Don't make an excuse though. You know, like don't, don't, you know, just don't be like, well, I'm going to be the light in that environment. And then you don't ever talk about Christ. You don't ever talk about God, but you're being a light. (laughs) Like, wait, hold on. Okay. Let's re reanalyze that. But there's things where you, you can really, begin to discern and I'm going to say it that way discern you know like I might have to change this in my walk this doesn't benefit my identity and again right your identity begins to be built the more that you are getting before the presence of God you know and there's things there's things that get in the way of us building our identity right like things that we think God can't forgive us for you know, past sins. No, no, no. God can forgive you. Like everyone, every one of us has sinned. Every one of us have sinned, you know, but the more that the enemy can try to hold that against you, you know, or hold that over your shoulder, like, no, God doesn't really love you. And you don't, you have to combat that thought in your mind. The enemy will tell you, God doesn't love you. You've done A, B, C, D, E. And you got to be able to combat that thought in your mind. No, like Christ loves me. He died for my sins. He's died for all of my transgressions. As far as the east is from the west. So he has removed our transgressions, my transgressions. And that's scriptural. And when you begin to, again, this is why it's so important to know scripture. Read scripture. When you begin to even have that thought, just pull out your Bible. Lord, tell me what you what your word says about how much you love me. Like combat it with the word of God. You know, um, sometimes another thing that, you know, affects our identity is just overall like things that we've believed, you know, that, you know, God's just not pleased with, you know, idols in our home or things that God's like, hey, hey, I, I don't need that. You mucking up the waters. Like don't like I don't I don't want you you know, um, with crystals and, you know, um, man, that's gonna have to be another podcast, but, um, I I don't, I don't want you mucking up the waters. You know, the reason that you're battling so much back and forth with your identity is you, 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 you trying to be so spiritual that you're, you opening too many doors. 
oh, that was Holy Spirit. You're being too spiritual. You're opening too many doors. And sometimes we can open doors because we were trying to be so spiritual. You know, we saw this thing and, oh, I saw this thing on Instagram. And, you know, the lady said that if you have crystals around your house and, you know, you put these crystals around the door in a certain position at a certain angle and you turn them on certain times at the night, you know, we, you, you can you can feel a sweet presence. Witchcraft. New age. That's exactly what that is. That's that's exactly what, what it is. You know, the the new age movement is 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 truly, man, it breaks my heart because it's truly people that want to be spiritual but are, are totally you know, missing the mark, you know, they're, they're mixing Christianity with witchcraft and it's so dangerous because it opens you up to things that you just, you should not even, you know, like even entertain, even, even sometimes as believers, again, we can walk in ignorance and not even know it. You know, I, you know, they said, if you burn this at this time and, you know, burn that at that time, witchcraft, (laughs) And, and, um, you know, I, I, I just got to say it the way it is. You can, you can mucky up the water sometimes, you know, like, I, well, I, I believe in the evil eye and, you know, do you, do you know what that's associated with? You know, like you, you, that's, that's not Christian. That that's no, that's got nothing to do with Christianity. You know, it, it's nothing like God's a jealous God you know, no, (laughs) you know, and there's, there's Christians that, you know, and and sometimes it's just not knowing, you know, um, it's just, just sometimes where we're, we're unaware, right. We're working, we're walking around unaware and don't even know it, but it's, it's, it's quite demonic. And there are things where, you know, it's so mixed in with, you know, another, you know, another deity, another false God. I'm just going to say like that. And I, 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 yeah, that's definitely a whole nother podcast. I'm sorry. I went down that road. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) But, uh, if we're, if we're not careful, let me say this. If we're not careful, we can open up doors to things that we think are super spiritual. And so watch, watch those things as, as, you're continuing to grow in your Christian walk and you are, you know, trying to discern like, you know, is this it or this it? Just ask somebody, <laughs> ask your pastor, like I'll definitely tell you, ask your leadership, you know, mentors, like there's some things that you just, you know, hey, I saw this, like just ask, you might as well, you know, like it's like I was saying earlier in this uh, podcast, I would ask some wild questions because I wanted to know, like, I want, I wanted to know why this and why that. And there's so much things out there, y'all, like the enemy's running rampant, running rampant, trying to deceive Christians and trying to deceive Christians to believe this. And, you know, it's so spiritual and this, mm-mm. no, 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 ma'am, no, ma'am, no, sir, no, sir, no, sir. So just, just, just be discerning, be discerning, <laughs> be discerning is what I'm saying. Be discerning. Let me, let me end right here. You know, um, your, your, as you begin to, you know, um, 
seek the Lord in your personal prayer time. Ask the Lord, Lord, continue to build up my identity. You know, what are things that maybe I've believed that are not of you? What are some things that you're still needing to work in me that I I I need to know? <laughs> what are some things that God can really help me build up my identity? You know, whether it's prayer, whether it's just knowing, just just like, Lord, I feel like the enemy's holding holding this over my head for so many years and you know like help me you know help me deal with that help me maybe it's like we read here in Romans you know like Lord I believe that you know you have set me free you know why do I feel this you know is there something I'm still connected to is there something that I still haven't let go is there you know unforgiveness in my heart is what what is it you know and or maybe you're on the opposite of him and maybe you're the one that like me earlier in my walk, I was getting attacks. And I'm not saying I don't still get attacked. Okay. It just looks a little different. Uh, I just, I, I learned to fight a little bit more now, but it's a constant battlefield. It's we're living in a spiritual war where we understand there's going to be things that the enemy does not want us to do on a daily basis. One of those is building your relationship with Christ. One of those is is seeking the face of Christ. One, one of those is looking like Christ, right? We're not going to always, you know, our first instinct, like we, we kept seeing in Romans, it was like the, the natural man, you know, the sin nature, you know, and the spirit, the sin nature and the spirit, the sin nature and the spirit. And there are going to be things that, you know, our, our, our flesh is going to want to act out, but may you remember your spirit, you know, the, for example, if you get caught off in the interstate, right, that you desire that you're not your sin nature, but that your spirit would begin to rise up and just be like, man, he must've been having a rough day. He just cut me off, man. I wonder if he even saw me because what happens a lot of the times is we ride or go away. How disrespectful is that person? You know, how rude is them? You know, blah, blah, blah. they might've not saw you. It ain't always about you. They might've not saw you. You know, they might've just been having a bad day. Let them have a bad day. You know, it's, it, it doesn't have to affect your day, you know, and, and that's some of the things that you can, as you, as you begin all of us to build that relationship with Christ, Christ trains us up. There's so many times that I thank the Lord that he changes my perspective on the situation, you know, like he changes my perspective. I, uh, so I, I got to share this example. I was at a red light and there was a car in front of me. It's a white minivan. And as the sun is going down at this point, I could tell that the man is trying to cover his hands because he can't see. He's a light green. It's a light red. So what did I do? I, I, I could see that the light is green because I'm behind him. I, I can see. And the sun wasn't at, in front of my face. So I honked at him. So I honked at him so that he knew that the light was green. So what did he do? He proceeded to flip me off. He rolled down his window, flipped me off, flipped me off outside the window and in the front, in the rear view mirror. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, got really upset. And just to give you a perspective, we're, there's only, if you're turning on that corner, it's because you're going into Aldi's. So I intentionally parked next to this guy, right? And I parked next to him and I just, I had to tell him, I was like, Hey dude, I could tell that the sun was in your eyes and you couldn't see. That's why I beeped the horn. And he's like, 
I'm so sorry. I'm just having a bad day. <laughs> and I was like, okay, no worries. I just wanted you to know, like, I wasn't being rude. I was genuinely allowing you to know that the light turned green. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. I really should not have done that, especially in front of my son. I'm really sorry. I'm having a ha bad day. And I was like, all right, no worries. <laughs> and it's just like, I didn't know what else to say. But perspective matters, you know, and you just never know what people are going through. And, you know, you're trying to do a good thing. And but it didn't change me. I could have par probably not parked next to him. Maybe he was psycho. I don't know. Um, thank God for the Holy Spirit discernment. But I did. I parked I parked next to him just so that he knew, like, dude, like, let me explain. ourselves. It's not everybody's not rude. You know, everybody's not out here honking their horn. No, there's actually nice people. Like th that was my perspective. There's actually nice people out here that just are trying to help you out. And maybe he needed that, right? Maybe he needed to just know that like, Hey, so it's okay. You know, bad day and all like they're, they're better days. So maybe, you know, may we be a light, may we be loving people. May we be Christ-like, you know, everywhere we go in those types of situations or situations in general. Cause you know, I, I said this on, um, the last podcast, but there's something about the fear of God that's really important. Having the fear of God, you know, will make you not do a lot of things because, you know, the Lord is omnipresent. He's everywhere. He's watching. So I say that to say, you know, uh, may we continue to seek his face. So let me wrap this up here again. Thank you so much for joining podcast number four. I truly hope and look forward to being on the next podcast with you guys. Share this out. Share it out with a friend, a coworker. Glory be to God. Amen. Have a great, great rest of your day. God bless you. You were just listening to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Make sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube where we post updates about this podcast and much more. We welcome you to join us for the next episode.